want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the Friday Show. It is the end of March. It is 2023, and I appreciate you guys coming back here. Whether you found me on HighPodOnDad.com, any streaming service, we're available everywhere. Thank you for liking, subscribing, telling people about it, hitting the bell, hitting your friends. Um, I don't hate your friends. What's wrong with you? Whatever you decide to do, thank you. I appreciate you guys finding the time to join me here, man. I love getting a chance to talk to you, tell you about some of the stuff that's going on, and this has been a busy week. This has been the week that my boy, Lucas, turned 12 years old. And I don't know, man, birthdays are a big deal for me. I love them. For a long time, my daughter, when she was little, I remember I asked her, I said, if you could have anything for your birthday, anything at all, not a present, but like a thing, like a special thing about your birthday, what would it be? She was little. I forgot how old she was, six, seven. She said, I want my room full of balloons when I wake up. I said, okay. And for the next like four or five years, what I would do is the night before her birthday, I would go out and I would buy balloons and I would blow each one of them up, tons of them, put them in a bag, hide them. And then after she went to bed, I would carefully go to her room and unleash all these balloons. I have pictures of them, of her room full of balloons and her waking up all excited and happy about it. And it was always... I don't know, this fun thing that we used to do. As she got older, though, she told me, she's like, I don't really like when you put the balloons in my room because she doesn't like her room dirty and it's too many balloons and I totally got it. But I love the idea of creating a day. For my kids, it's all about them. And I do that for Lucas too. Lucas is, and I've talked about it, I wrote about it earlier in this week about how he knows it's his birthday and he does know it's his birthday. But for a long time, we struggled. I didn't know if he knew. I didn't know. I still don't know. Look, let me... Let's back up a little bit. My son is nonverbal. He has autism. He's turning 12 years old, right? Now, people have asked me for a long time, does he know it's his birthday? I've been dealing with this since he was a baby. This has been a question. It's, it's lessened as he's gotten older and as a lot of the people have gone out of my life that used to ask that question. Um, but it's still something that comes up, still something that I think about because to be frank with you, I don't know. I don't know if he's aware of what a birthday is. I even said in the article I wrote earlier this week, which, spoiler alert, is called, Yes, He Knows It Is His Birthday, uh, which was an article about really coming to grips with what he knows and what he doesn't know. But I admitted in this article that I'm not aware if he knows what birthdays are. I'm not even aware if he knows that we put certain days aside just for celebration. In many ways, I'm not even sure if he's aware that certain days mean certain things. He knows Christmas. He knows that he gets presents. He knows his birthday he gets presents. We do fun things. But does he think it's the whole day? Does he think it's a special thing? Um, I don't, I'm almost positive he doesn't know what the celebration's about. He just knows that he's celebrating. Things like that you try to come to grips with. But I know that he knows that it's his birthday. And I'll tell you why. When he was little, I had no idea. None, not even, even besides the deeper philosophical questions of whether or not he's aware of, of daily celebrations for certain things. 
I didn't know if he knew at all that it was something special. We didn't, we had no idea. He would just go about his business. You would give him presents. He doesn't, he's not a present kid. You know, you give him a gift. He's like, eh. he looks at it he kind of, eh. and he moves on to something else. You have to make him fake it. And the worst was people who would make us make him fake it. People who were in the family, they would give him a gift and then I would have to have him open it. I go hand over hand, make him open it up and he would stare at it. But I say, thank you. And all he wants to do is get away and get on his iPad, which is, you know, and, if he was neurotypical, if he had, you know, some of the impulse control or different things like that, I would, you know, you'd be forceful with a kid like that. But with Lucas, he can't. You kind of go with it. And eventually he might like the present. It's after the fact. But it's a special day. And it took years to make that special day his special day. Because as parents, we're all conditioned to just do what we're supposed to do. This is what a birthday is. On a kid's birthday, they, they blow out candles, they open presents. And for years, when you have a child with special needs, you try to wedge them into that mold that other kids do. You try to make them blow out candles, you try to make them open presents. And while we still do those things, they're not as prioritized as they used to be. Now it's about making sure he has a fun day. The thing that makes me know that my son knows it's his birthday is the birthday song. Every year, as we near his birthday, we'll be sitting around, hanging out, watching TV, and all of a sudden, I'll kind of like poke him, like right in like the belly, and he'll look at me, I go, happy birthday to you, like that, like this, like, happy birthday to you, and it's funny, this year, and every year I do it, his acknowledgement is a little bit more uh, definite in my mind, and this year was a big one. We were hanging out, we were watching TV, and I poked him. And I started singing the old happy birthday to you. And he stopped short while holding his iPad, kind of fell. Not fell. He does this thing where suddenly it's almost like a movie, like a reaction in a movie where someone's trying for comedic purposes, where he's on his iPad and something happens and his hands just go weak. And it kind of like drops while he's still holding it. And he just stares into against the wall, kind of like listening to me with his eyes, kind of like, what? And I kept going. And as I kept going, he looked over his shoulder at me with a smirk. And I'm like, happy birthday to you. And by the time I got to like, dear Lucas, he was standing up and he smiled and he hugged me and he fell on me. And I knew. And that I think is one of the, one of the real lessons of all of this. As a parent to a child with special needs, as a nonverbal child especially, it's hard to get that verification of them understanding something, whether... Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes you could point to something and say, give me the pillow. And they give you the pillow and you go, he understands pillow. We're good. But things like this, he can't turn to me and be like, oh, it's my birthday. But that face and that reaction and the look in his eyes, he knew. And he knew on his birthday morning and you could tell just by that way he was interacting and the things we were doing, we were taking pictures. And by the time I got him off to school, I got this picture of him looking over his shoulder at me with the biggest smile in the world. And I just felt so good and so happy. Love this kid, man. I just want him to have a good birthday. But that's what's important. I think we've talked a lot about, I talked about it last week too, parents having to put away that feeling of kind of not self-pity, but just this doom and gloom idea of, oh, my kid has autism. My kid's going to have a difficult life. My kid is nonverbal. I don't know what I'm going to do. And all these things happen. But at a certain point, you have to accept that that's your kid. And that's the thing. In all those years where birthdays were difficult, they were bittersweet. I was concerned about, oh my God, he's four and he's not talking and all these things that I used to go through. That was great. You know, you're supposed to do that. Honestly, for the first few years of this, you're supposed to agonize a little bit. You're supposed to wonder if you're doing everything right. You're supposed to wonder if there's anything more you can do. And that's what good parents do. No good parent is going to be told your child has autism and they're not going to 
question themselves ever if they're doing the right thing or if they're on the right track. It's scary. But once you kind of become, I don't want to say used to it, but once you become accustomed to the normalcy that it plays in your life, once you become more secure that you are making the right choices, and once your child starts to get older and this is their life, you live in that life. And that's why birthday is today. Yeah, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, he's 12. Man, I remember when my daughter was 12 and it was a much different situation. He doesn't strike me as a 12-year-old in the classical sense that I would have imagined before I had him. And that all exists and that's all real. But this is who he is. And now that he's here, it's his birthday. I want him to have a great birthday and I want him to be happy. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's birthday. It doesn't have to be the same birthday that you might do for your 12-year-old or even your own special needs kid. He's unique and he has the day that he wants to have. And that's my goal to give him that. And that's what I did today. And that's what I try to do every year, every day, accept him, understand as much as I can about him, and then work within that to give him the moments and the days that he'll be happy about. We no longer book out, you know, bouncy gyms for his birthday because when he was two, did it, he hated it. Nobody else liked it. Didn't go well. Uh, There's no big family parties or big group people of all coming over and having a giant party because he was never into that either. Instead, we do what he likes. We treat him like a little prince for the day. And I love it. And I love him. So thank you guys. Everybody who commented on the post, anybody who's written to me and wished him a happy birthday, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, It means the world to me. Just like this blog, just like this uh, podcast, and just like everything I do here at highblogomdad.com. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for being here every week. I'll be back next week. Until then, this is James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pod. I'm dead. <laughs>